How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hello everybody, Rihanna M. Hill here, excited to bring you this first episode of the toppings part of the Pancake Digibyte podcast. Topping. What are toppings on a pancake? It's a little something extra that you can add to your basics. Maybe it's a little bit fancy, like cinnamon and blueberries and strawberries, or maybe it's simple, like a little bit of butter and syrup. That's exactly what these topping episodes will be, giving a little extra detail to specific parts of your digital marketing that uh, can dress up and fancy up your basics. So for this first episode of toppings, I wanna talk a little bit about Facebook advertising. Now Facebook ads is a very broad topic. There's a lot that can be covered in talking about Facebook advertising. Let's be honest here, you could study it for years and still not know everything. Trust me, I've tried. (laughs) So for Facebook ads though, for today, I'd like to talk about campaign objectives and the different types of advertising objectives that there are available. If you're doing any kind of social media advertising, you probably have some familiarity with a boosted post, especially posting on Facebook and Instagram, You'll scroll through, you'll see that little boost post. Maybe you've even done some actual advertising with that boosted post, or you've even gone into your ads manager or even into your business manager to do a little bit more advertising there. That's what I want to talk a little bit more about today, is those campaign objectives that are in the ads manager of your Facebook advertising. One of the most common mistakes that I see with Facebook ads is this thought that we'll be able to, you know, boost a post for $10 and it'll get us sales. Or some folks will just take the store, put a bunch of money behind it, advertise it, and hope that people will just come up and start buying things from it. And you know, this can work. Sometimes you get lucky and you get a lot of traffic off a boosted post, probably because you already had a warm audience that you're showing that information to and it was well written. Or maybe you run only ads that's only converting to sell from your store and it works really well. That does happen. However, the biggest mistake a lot of people do is get started with sales in mind and forget about the rest of the process. Anyone who has worked in marketing or in sales or has worked in a business knows that the buying cycle tends to be a lot longer than you see something, you buy it. Think about how you shop for things. Think about how you buy something. The first time you hear of it, do you just go immediately purchase it? Sometimes. Sometimes you'll walk into a Target (laughs) or, you know, a craft store and just walk around. You'll see something, you'll buy it. You know, kind of that spontaneous gut reaction, or better known as an impulse buy. We do that online sometimes too. However, it's not as common. When's the last time you saw a video ad on Facebook 
and fell in love with the item so much you immediately went and purchased it. It happens, but you probably don't do that for every single ad that you see, would be my guess. <laughs> I'm looking down here at my last purchase from a Facebook ad. I am guilty of doing that myself, <laughs> or, you know, not so much. I call it research for the business. You want to approach ads the same way you would approach any type of marketing and sales cycle in your business, and you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket with a Facebook ad. Just like you wouldn't spend your entire marketing budget on a billboard or spend your entire budget to run ads in just the newspaper without having a website, without having a store. You know, you can't send people to an empty store, but you can't have a beautifully stocked store and not tell anybody about it. Those two types of things don't tend to work very well for business. So bringing it back around to Facebook ads and the campaign objectives, the software tool of Facebook ads, the advertising manager, has set up the ads in a way that the different objectives lead you through the different types of sales cycles. So what does this mean? This is probably something similar to what you've heard before. For example, you have a cold audience who becomes a warm audience, and some people from there become a hot audience, and some of those folks are the ones who become leads or make a purchase and then make a purchase from you. The way the ads are set up in the ads manager follow this cycle exactly, the know, like, and trust cycle that leads to a purchase. The first one starts with awareness. There's two types of advertising campaign objectives in this section of awareness. The first is called brand awareness. The second is called reach. These type of objectives are both for warming up that initial audience, for getting people to know you, to hear your brand for the first time. So examples of awareness ads, a lot of that would be like a billboard, you know, with a, with a Coke sign and a polar bear drinking Coca-Cola. You know, they're not telling you necessarily to go buy a Coke, but there's the logo, there's the image, and you're thinking about it. Or perhaps it's a store telling you that they're now open. Um, the sole purpose of these two ad objectives is to reach as many people as possible with your image, with your ad. Brand awareness takes it a little step further and based on different factors such as how long somebody is looking at an image, if they click on it and they interact with it, the software estimates a brand recall lift, which basically is how many people they think are gonna remember your brand three days later from having seen that image. So, that's a little bit deeper level, but effectively the whole idea is they're just getting as many eyeballs onto that image as possible, which is a really first good step. It's like handing out flyers, just letting people know that you're there, letting people see your name, letting folks in the audience just start to get familiar with your brand. That's uh, part of selling something, you know? You walk into a store, you see something that's new, but it's not usually the brand that you buy. So can it be trusted? Is it still gonna be good? What if your normal ice cream brand is out of your favorite flavor that day? Are you gonna skip it or are you gonna try another brand? Well, what if you've heard of this other brand that's right next to it and you wanna give it a try? 
that's a big part of brand awareness. It's getting people to be familiar with a brand, exactly like it sounds. So that's that first step. That is going from a cold to a warm audience, from getting people to know the brand. The next level for campaign objectives in the Facebook Ads Manager is consideration. In the consideration phase, this is where there is the most type of campaign objectives. So I'll lead with a little bit more of what that is. Consideration is when somebody is starting to think about making that purchasing decision. They're considering the product, you know, considering downloading that freebie, considering buying that book, considering purchasing that product or that membership. That is the warm audience. It's people who know your brand and they're starting to understand your products and what you sell. So they've heard of Coca-Cola and now they know Coca-Cola sells drinks, <laughs> for example. But there's a lot of levels to that as well. It can take some estimates say 12, but with as much advertising as we have these days, I would say it's more like somewhere between 50 and 100 times that somebody sees, gets a touch from a brand before they decide to make that decision. And what is that touch? That's seeing the logo, that's researching the product online, that's going and looking at the product in store, uh, watching another video about it, seeing an email from that brand name. We have so much information, upwards of thousands of ads we see per day, that in order to really know a brand, you have to see it quite a few times and have it make a good impression on you before you really make that purchase. And that's where consideration can really help you out. So once your audience has become aware of you, then that's when you're looking at these types of consideration ads, which include traffic, which is optimizing towards getting as many link clicks as possible. There's app installs, which exactly as it sounds, getting as much app apps installed as possible. There's video views, so getting as many video views as possible, which to clarify is only three seconds. A video view is quantified by three seconds of the video playing on somebody's screen. So arguably that one could be considered more of an awareness ad, uh, more of the awareness level, but it is included in consideration. Because some people will watch the videos for more and you can you can do a little bit more informational videos in that level as well. The next one is called lead generation, which you've probably seen and used but didn't even know it. If you're watching, say you're watching an informational video about a product that you find really interesting and it prompts you to learn more, you can click the learn more button and this form will automatically pop up with your information pre-filled from Facebook. So you can just make the corrections, answer any extra questions, and submit it. This submits just a list of contacts, which can be really, really helpful for generating leads, for finding people for an email list or contacting them for more information. The next is post engagement. This is getting people to like, comment, share, and save your post. However, if you run a video in there, a video of you will also be counted as an engagement. So just keep that in mind when people say that videos get the most engagement, well, that's because a three-second video view is considered an engagement. Um, if you want to have more rich engagements, 
you'll count and keep track of likes, comments, shares, clicks, that type of save of post because it's somebody actually taking an action to engage in the content rather than just passively consuming a video or it playing for a few seconds on their screen while they scroll by. The next one is page likes, which is getting people to like your page. That means that they will likely see your content more often. Um, you'll have more followers. That one's less commonly used nowadays, but it still can be really helpful when you're first getting started to build that initial audience. Second to last, we have event responses. So as you probably know, you can create an event on a Facebook page and you can advertise that. So if you're having some kind of event in your local area, you can optimize those ads towards people responding that they'll go to that event or that they're interested in it. And then the final type of objective in this consideration here is messages. And those are the ads that have the little button that says send message and you send a message to the page, likely to get more information, probably from a bot, or to reach out to somebody to ask questions about a product. Whew. So <laughs> that was the quick sprint through all of the different types of consideration ads that there are. All of those objectives are targeted towards helping your audience get to know more about your product. So they've heard your name, they've seen your product around before from the awareness level, and now they're wanting to know what's it all about? What does your pancake mix have that my current brand doesn't have? Is there something additional to your pancake mix that's gonna be better for my family for some reason? Or is it gonna be something fun, you know, that you just get on the holidays? Maybe you have holiday sprinkles in a, in a different package. This is where that research is, where people are really getting to, to like you, to understand what the brand is about, to know the personality, to know the benefits, and figure out what's there. Depending on your product or service, this could be something as simple as a video showing someone using your product, a picture of your product, or as complicated as several videos, blog posts, and articles to explain all of the benefits of this product and why somebody might want to use it. So just depending on where you're at, that's where you'll be using some of these type of ad sets. Additionally, the benefit of these types of ad sets, you might say, oh, that's nice, Rihanna, but cool. So a thousand people saw my post and a hundred people liked it. Cool, that's not getting me sales. Page likes aren't getting me sales. True, absolutely true. If your whole purpose is to have an Instagram page with 10,000 followers, that's not really a good objective. But if your thought is to have an Instagram page with 10,000 followers who are actively engaged and interest in, interested in cooking, that's when you can begin to have a following. You have people who know you and they check your content because it's helpful to them in their life. And that is the real purpose of these types of ads. It's finding those, those followers, those people who like your business, who will be brand loyal and will stay with you even when there's other options or 
purchase every single new product that comes out because they just love the content that you give them and how helpful it is to them. This builds that audience that isn't just a one-time buy and done. This helps build people who continuously engage and helps you reach more people. Because that warm audience, those people that engage, you know, all those quote-unquote looky-loos that come into the shop, those are people that'll come back if they had a good experience and tell their friends if they had a good experience. Just think about it. If you walk into a shop because you're new to an area and you're just going shop to shop downtown to see what's there, and you walk in and the person behind the register just kind of blows you off as you're looking at stuff and sighs and rolls their eyes and says, oh no, it's just another looky-loo, ugh. What are the chances that you're gonna to wanna to come back to that store or tell your friends about it? Now imagine if you walk into a store and somebody walks up to greet you, welcomes you to the neighborhood, asks what you're looking for, shows you around the shop, gives you a pamphlet of information of classes that they have coming up, and gives you some advice about the good restaurants in town. You're probably gonna tell everybody about it and come back to it next time you're thinking of something you need to purchase that was available at that store, right? So using that same thinking, which should be pretty obvious, and I know, I know this sounds so obvious, but using that same thinking, that's how you need to approach your Facebook ads. Remember, personal profiles, that audience, those people, those numbers, those are individuals with complex lives that are completing complex actions and have specific needs and likes and desires. It's not just about getting a thousand followers or a hundred clicks. Each one of those people's clicked on your image for some reason or another. And so you want to provide them that great experience that keeps them coming back. And so that's what these consideration ads are for in your Facebook advertising. It's not just about getting more hits to your website. It's not just about getting, you know, more emails on a list. It's about establishing that connection with people. Sorry to be a little bit repetitive there. I'm <laughs> just really hoping to drive that point home because that is the difference I have seen between people who are successful with Facebook ads and people who feel like it's a waste of money. It's not some magic machine where you go and put money in and money comes out. I mean, it kind of is, but it's a little bit more complicated than that. You gotta give it a little bit more love. And even though you're just looking at spreadsheets of numbers, Remembering that personal connection will make all the difference in the world for you, I promise. So that brings us to the final third step. That's the hot audience when they trust you and they're ready to make that purchase from you. This is that combination of conversion ads. This is when people go ahead and make that conversion or that purchase. Within these conversion ad sets, <laughs> very appropriately, there's an objective called conversions. So what that is, is utilizing the Facebook pixel. It will actually keep track of the purchases that are made on your site from the Facebook ad. So you can have three different images and have various people click on each image and see, oh, this one has a better click-through rate. But based on conversions, you can see that the other video or the other image, while it had less people clicking on it, more of the people from there went to go ahead and purchase that product. 
and you'll get to know, you know, this audience is buying hundreds of this item while this audience is buying hundreds of that item. You can see all of that information, including getting ROAS, which is return on ad spend. And that's where that magic machine number comes in of putting in $5 and selling $20 of products. Well, it's more like $5,000 and $20,000, but you catch my drift. However, that magic usually happens after you've already achieved those first two steps. So remember, that's super important. But anyways, coming back to the conversions, after the conversion ad set um, objective, there is the, excuse me, these are campaign objectives. Conversion campaign objectives, there is catalog sales as well as store traffic. So this is, you can create that Facebook catalog and just sell directly from it using this objective and have that same information about who's purchasing what, who's purchasing the most of it. Um, it's just a more rich way of getting data on your products to improve the experience for your audience. And finally, store traffic. You can see how many people come into your store and make a purchase after having seen an ad based on this data. Whoa, how you might ask? Credit cards. Don't worry, it's all anonymous though. You will never be able to look at this data and know, ooh, this is this person, ooh, this is this person. It's all kept completely anonymous. Trust me, Facebook protects your data. So, in summary, those are the three steps, awareness, consideration, and conversions. It's just the same as all marketing strategies that have been taught over the years to know, like, and trust your audience, the cold, warm, hot audience, top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel. This is the step-by-step -step process about how Facebook advertising can meld directly into the rest of the marketing that you're doing for your business to help improve that experience for your audience and ultimately lead to more sales for your business through helping other people through that good experience. So thanks so much for being here. Hope you learned something. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much. Thank you.